the Godzilla Zone, where we only talk about Godzilla, Godzilla-related content. Um, I'm Julie. I'm John. <laughs> uh, sorry, is that too is that too harsh of a start? <laughs> this is why do people like anime a this, podcast? I'm sorry. Bring, like bring two, it back. Two bozos. <laughs> Bozo and bozo. Who uh, watch anime for the first time or rewatch it? Uh, the perspective of two people who typically do not engage in anime. So do you like, what, you, are you not like a... <laughs> so, a well, quick question. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm learning that you're not like a big Godzilla head. Well, I, I, well, here we are. Finally at the, at the crossroads. And you're going Godzilla fan and I'm going really another Godzilla show. <laughs> How many Godzilla shows can there be? How many Godzilla movies can there be? Apparently, a lot. There's a lot. Um, I actually no, I, I I'm being um facetious. I'm being a little bit like dramatic about it, but like I I mean I enjoy Godzilla stuff. Yeah. Enough. Um, but this show we watched Godzilla Singular Point this week, and this show maybe had some issues and maybe we're going to talk about that and if you're interested in that maybe you should keep listening yeah maybe you should buy a t-shirt if you want to do that <laughs> you know we've still got some merch we've still got some hats shirts hats <laughs> they're they're great they're on our instagram at why do people like anime and then you yeah, can go I'm to the saying. etsy link really gotta get like an like an all my links I or know, like a still. link tree like uh, only... we're a work in progress yeah. really uh, before we get how, any any other housekeeping, how's your week? My week is going great. I well, I mean, it's just like I, I feel like I'm just working all the time now. Yeah, just like a distinct contrast to where we were um, when we started the podcast, and I felt like I had so much time. Right. <laughs> now that uh, society seems to be pushing everything to, um, I don't know, imitate normality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not used to really like going into work every day, but I'm yeah. back to that again. Apparently, yeah. I don't. Our our, our my work is being sort of weird about uh like like it's like one one foot in one foot out of like we want you to come in but we also don't and we yeah. also soft you know, lunch so but no stay home if you're sick and I don't know I don't know John, so John and I are located in New York so you know we'll, we'll sort of been bearing the brunt of like yeah what should we do about the COVID situation <laughs> yeah and i'm uh frankly it seems like nobody really knows <laughs> it seems like we're in the most confused state of it maybe since the beginning because yeah. there seems to be such differing messages on on a weirdly immediate basis from yeah you know cdc and the government like but then also like our workplaces where they're like uh, we had three cases this week, but you know, come in if you don't yeah, feel please, sick. Please, yeah, no, and it's like you know, work wants you to fucking die for. But yeah, but know, it's also like om- Omicron or Omicron. Yeah, is like not as deadly, so like I f- I feel- workplaces don't seem as like pre like worried as they were like last year. I feel like I have, I have such a weird perspective of of being somebody who. Uh, I would say like my high school and sort of like half, half over half of my life was pretty solitary in the sense that like I don't you know I didn't have too many friends in high school that like I hung out with so I sort of I learned how to uh, entertain myself or fend for myself and be alone and be productive 
So, you know, when I see people who like have a need to be in like social, social situations or like at work with people, I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what kind of fucking like asinine existence do you live that like you have to like that you're going to go crazy because you're by yourself? I don't think it's so much like you're going to go crazy if you're by yourself. I think it was that a lot of people were running at like full speed for like yeah. a long time me included and then to have like all suddenly stop uh is it's like it's like trying to like i don't know like quit something cold turkey it's yeah. like very jarring and a lot of people didn't know how to deal with that uh and i feel like now we've got the the sort of language to describe what that feeling was but at the time <laughs> right it was just uh anxiety and fear and whatever yeah anyway you know what was missing from this show anxiety and fear <laughs> yeah from the kaiju that were attacked like kaiju plural oh that we're attacking uh before we get into that one thing that did come out this week uh i think we we should just note was uh uh Bidoof's, uh big stand <laughs> takes a stand it, yeah i for it takes a stand Bidoof's big i forget what it's called Bidoof's big break You'll see it if you Google Bidoof right now because apparently it's blown up. It's the latest in the Pokemon shorts that we've seen. Um, this one. I got emotional. Not going to lie. I, I definitely got emotional. Very well-rounded. I feel like it was. I, I really do like the the sort of barrage of, of Pokemon shorts that have been coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they don't they don't make enough. Um, I feel like Bidoof made a lot of sense because like Pikachu like. Uh, is cool and stuff and I feel like a lot of Pokemon are like cool and like do cool stuff and then there's like Psyduck there's like the kind of dorky ones yeah like they needed to sort of like lean into some more like dorky po Pokemon Pokemon that aren't really useful I mean it's it's funny because like it referenced the fact that Bidoof is uh primarily when you know I mean especially in the uh the gen like the the DS games diamond and pearl before like they were remastered like typically you would have a badoof around so that you could like cut or like rock smash or yeah. like you know do the really like kind of menial yeah this whole short was playing on the fact that badoof only shows up for you if you like need it to <laughs> to like clear a path or yeah. whatever <laughs> and this badoof like was so stoked about being on somebody's team and then and then realized just, it wasn't just getting used as like the for for their one move <laughs> yeah which they're good at you right know? and then and then the badoof gets used for finally gets used for a battle and yeah rises to the occasion and it's a very sweet moment sweet and lovely moment for badoof yeah so would recommend yeah i i think uh i think my pokey fever has uh i think i'm i'm like in a, in a healthy state now i, yeah, I don't think over the hill i think i'm over the hill <laughs> um but i was like watching a couple pokemon videos and it's the denouement. yeah and it's 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 it was sort of funny uh i guess like some of the early uh, julie's ho holding up a uh, slow poke <laughs> the uh the alowin whatever the one is with like the his like yellow head what so Slowpoke typically in the original <laughs> anime, he's just all pink. Oh, okay. But this is like I, he's got the yellow head. Yeah. All right. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's, they so like some of the newer games, like they give the Pokemon different forms. So okay. That way. I, I see. I see. Yeah. And um, sorry, you were watching. So I've been watching like some some Pokemon like videos, sort of about like the the history of the company, and it's funny to me that in the original, 
um, the original game, like the Game Freak staff, they had someone on staff who was sort of like the uh, the cuteness checker for the Pokemon. <laughs> like he had a, he had a, like he like he looked at all the Pokemon. I was like, yeah, this one this one Not needs cute to be enough. needs to be cuter. Bigger or, eyes, or like is like too cute, or like over <laughs> the, which is kind of amazing. It's not a Pokemon anymore. Now it's a. Now it's a beanie baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think like probably like, what, 70% of the Pokemon are pretty cute. Yeah, I think they've pushed more and more cute Pokemon Yeah, recently. Even like the tough Pokemon are kind of cute. Like Articuno's got like, it's got like a little, uh, like his chest hair. He's <laughs> got a little beak. He's very proud of himself. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> what else? I watched, I watched Vertigo today. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You ever seen that movie? What did we watch recently that I wanted to talk about? Um, Twin Peaks? We, well, yeah, we've started watching <laughs> The Twin International Peaks Pilot. I feel like we just saw a movie or something. Did Have we talked about The Matrix already? Yeah, we did. Okay. I, I'm I'm blanking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we've we've really watched too much recently. Hmm. We've we've sort of been cycling through like shows and yeah. I'm I'm trying to make it uh I was I was gifted a Criterion collection or Criterion channel subscription for right. my birthday. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> um so I've been trying to make more use of that. Yeah. I feel like that and Shudder are probably like my favorite like movie right. apps. Yeah, right, right, right. The high and low. Um Anyway, I can't remember what I was gonna say. Godzilla Singular Point. Yeah, let's talk about Godzilla Singular Point, which S- was recommended to us a while ago. We're finally getting to it. A, a listener asked if we were if we were gonna uh, watch it, and we started to watch it at some point. <laughs> I think in October, and then I can't even remember what happened. I think I had to go to my bachelor party. Yeah, and then... we, we fell off. We we rewatched the whole series. Yeah, okay? so we so watched. I mean, we only watched like the episode first episode. One, it's like thirteen episodes. Okay, so it wasn't. Fine. It wasn't like a, a Herculean I like, task. I felt like we watched at least three. No, we watched one episode. That's not true. We watched at least. three. We watched one episode. I remember it as three. No, you remember it as one. Potatoes, potatoes. You're you're on one. <laughs> Godzilla singular point. So the. <laughs> Can I say this? Can I say this though? Yeah. Uh, you tried to push us to watch this right after we had watched a lot of other Godzilla content, so I was like super resistant to yeah that, that to was watching sort of your... And frankly, I gotta say, I think I had a better attitude about it now that we've had a little bit of time from the previous Godzilla stuff. I don't know if I would, I would say you had a good attitude watching this. I, I, I know you. I know it doesn't <laughs> seem like I had a good attitude about it, but I have actually good things to say about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, Frank, whereas I think if we had done it back when we be, started, you'd it, be super annoyed. I would just be super annoying. Um, I so if I can, I'll, I'll give my overall thoughts. Um, I, I I really appreciated Godzilla Singular Point. I don't think I totally enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Like I feel like it was something I sort of uh, appreciated from a distance, and I like the different things that they were doing. I feel like. Um, it uh, so so the the I think like the major thing that sort of separates Godzilla Singular Point from other you know Godzilla properties, movies, TV shows, etc. is um the show's mate the the show is really about physics and it's really about uh conspiracies and mathematical equations and sort of puzzles hidden within mm-hmm. different you know 
sort of parts of the universe. Like Godzilla and the other kaiju, they're in the show, but but they're sort of they're only as a result of of sort of these two characters trying to get to like the the center of like this this sort of physics conundrum basically <laughs> this sort of math equation yeah <laughs> um yeah i agree with that they i feel like if you're here for godzilla this is maybe not like if you're like let's see godzilla like let's show yeah. show me the donkey like it's not it's not <laughs> coming donkey. it's not coming yeah until it doesn't godzilla doesn't show up until very late in the season true yeah and he is maybe the main pull of most of these properties because God damn it, it's called Godzilla. <laughs> you know what? I, I will say that I think um I think that the best Godzilla movies typically don't have like you gotta you, you gotta sort of use him correctly, I feel like. Yeah. You can't have too much Godzilla. Yeah, you, you can't you can't have him show up right away. Yeah. That's a mistake, okay? But you can't have him show up so late <laughs> and and focus primarily on sort of this uh, pseudoscience jargon monologuing between a huge cast of characters. There are a lot of characters and it's very, um, I think, I, I like the two central characters, Mei and Yun, because yeah. they're sort of, it's... They sort of a, they're they're both approaching sort of like the the central conflict idea et cetera from sort of two different I guess backgrounds like May is a um like a graduate student in physics and a sort of like you know working on her um fuck what do you call it your thesis your, your thesis your whatever the hell um your dissertation okay she's basically working on her dissertation and then. Yun is sort of like a like he's like I I guess you you would call him a scientist in his own right, but he's also like part of like these like like but they're basically kind of like junkers. He, he's like a mechanic slash engineer. Let's yeah, say. Um, very much like more than a mechanic, less than a scientist. Right, but definitely like more engineer of a is probably coder. yeah. So you have you have these two characters sort of approaching from both like the theoretical and like the sort of physical ends of things. And they sort of, um, I like how they, they really, they only really interact over text and like email. They never like meet each other until. They encounter each other once and then they go their separate ways again. Yeah. like But kind of on accident, just enough to sort of be like, hey, you're working on the same problem right. I am. The global catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I While watching it, I, I thought it would be funny if they pulled like a your name and like had them like fall in love with each other. I was thinking about doing a bit for the beginning or like when you would ask me like what's the story about and saying that they were in love and just like <laughs> simultaneously trying to find each other while, while saving trying the to world. stop Godzilla. Yeah. Um, so but no no love story and and it's also i think it's also important to note that uh this is a lot different than the the one godzilla like movie we watched last year right um this is like anime as and and that was sort of like the you know in the realm of of uh i thought that was a show no it was a it was a movie right it's like there's like three of them right right that was more in the realm of like ajin demi human or like ruby so like you know 3d animated but like anime yeah um, this is full anime this is very anime the characters look pretty anime i thought the show looked really good yeah definitely the best part about the show was 
the story potential, but also the visual like animation, the sort of combination of 2D and 3D elements. Yeah. And the, the monster designs were like pretty excellent. Like there, yeah. there were some scenes of destruction by Godzilla or other kaiju that were like really well done. Yeah. Like, dark fantasy apocalyptic shit <laughs> godzilla godzilla and his like true slash like final form looked really good mm, um for sure and i like that they employ like his theme whenever he shows up so it feels like he's used in a limited capacity sort of like when shit hits the fan of like um basically everything leads to like this red dust coating everything and it's sort of this thing that creates um listen listen if you're here to to because you watched uh, Godzilla singular point and you you were confused about what happened we're not here me, we're no, we're me, big, not. me big dumb brain okay <laughs> me big stupid and no understand good the logic of the science much so me me only saw what you saw and <laughs> me no understand either yeah uh, there's probably some YouTube video that explains it really well. Yeah, maybe some article that says like what the science. Listen, I went to art school. Okay. Yeah. I, I, my last math class was like in junior year of high school, and we're really not math brained. And just it it's one of those things where do you need to understand it to enjoy the show? No. Not necessarily. I think I think you can you can pretty much follow everything that's going on, but it's it's very But were there scenes where I got totally like muddled? Yeah. About what was happening because they were like really trying to explain the pseudoscience? <laughs> um, yes. They really get in the weeds of it. Um Like I, to be honest, like when um when like I'm trying to think of an example, when Goku uh, uses his Super Saiyan, like you, we don't need to understand. Yeah, if he kamehamehas, we don't need to understand where that's coming from, you know, and the science behind it. But this show is like, okay, we've got the orthogonal diagonalizer, <laughs> and we uh, we're gonna explain to you how it works and right. where, where the red dust is coming from. And how there was a scientist who uh, had started to figure out how the catastrophe. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, remember in English class where they would be like, okay, show us, don't tell us. <laughs> yeah. I was getting those vibes where it was like somebody trying to explain to you what was happening, whereas I just needed to see it. Right. Like I was, I, I would have been okay with a little more mystery, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's it is it is telling and not showing for a lot of it in a in a, and it's sort of like it's like it's almost like the style of the show where it's like it's 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 explaining these like sort of intricate Yeah, like I don't I think like my main issue with the show is just I I mean and this is such a uh I feel like I feel bad that this is like a a constant complaint of mine but it really didn't need to be 13 episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, this, uh, I, well, I, I think it could have been 13 episodes. Yeah. I just think that there was so much good stuff and then so much bad stuff. I, you know what I think this story needed was a Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> I feel like Millie Bobby Brown needed to show up and be on the ground, you know? You know, okay, this was the problem. 
it's a show about kaiju destroying the world basically we're in india we're in tokyo we're in new york City. we're in manhattan and you never see anybody like fucking panicking you know you you don't see people like running in the streets it's really like, yeah like in a disaster movie it's, sense it's totally not like a kaiju like there's like this huge like fucking flock of birds flying in pterodactyl fuckers flying in and there's this kid at the window just like watching them yeah just just sort of uh nonplussed by it and the news is kind of like and i mean we talked about maybe it's because uh, they were trying to do kind of a Shin Godzilla thing where it was like, what would actually happen? It would be a lot of right. uh, 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 bureaucracy. And I think um, I think it takes influence from Shin Godzilla, but I don't I don't know necessarily. I, I think Shin Godzilla is, is, is still very much its own thing and sort of putting it in like realistic ways like that. I think if if there is something it takes from it, it's sort of. um. I guess kind of pushing, uh, huh? Uh, It's like, I feel like it pushed the, uh, like world leaders and scientists trying to figure this out problem. Like what would happen is all, they would try to get all of the best scientists and, uh, but they didn't really do that. We were like following like a PhD student and, (laughs) and, um, and like a, a very a good engineer. <laughs> yeah, that's I, like got would, a robot. <laughs> I'd say Shin Godzilla is is sort of Hidekiano taking, making, uh, like it's because that's not really about Godzilla either. It's about government and it's about sort of yeah political government entities. And, and this identities. is this is sort of about science. So it's like it's like taking different aspects of like the central idea of Godzilla, or sort of like I guess like the 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 sort of uh, the themes around Godzilla, you know, like the the sort of nuclear, mm-hmm. the 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 monstrosity created from the nuclear bomb, and mm-hmm. sort of the government's relationship to that, and then like the scientists' relationship to that, because like you know the first movie, it's all about them, you know, creating like a an equally horrible thing to destroy Godzilla, right? In like their oxygen destroyer or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, Right. And so and so this one, it's like, you know, I, I feel like it was sort of taking like, well, you know, science is like a, a, a big part of Godzilla. How can we make the whole thing about science, but sort of move it entirely away from the, like atomic science mm. or like the idea of like Godzilla being from like the, you know, born from like the atomic bomb. Right. Um, and sort of turning it into an interdimensional thing. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to do. But you know what I'm I think this needed more of the it needed to like cross over into some sort of like this is just my opinion obviously um i don't think it needed millie bobby brown i think it needed some sort of like time time loop question or because i think there was one point in the show when we were watching where i was like oh is she in the future and i got like really excited and like right and i was like oh she's in the future she's sending messages back like she's like 15 minutes in the future because there's like this question that's brought up about uh time and i couldn't explain it to you if i wanted to but there's um so basically but wait 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 go ahead i i wanted this to have more of like a spiritual twist to it because like there's all this like talk about like the legend of gojuda and 
where that comes from and i it's like there were little like hints about like links to spirituality in the show like text from the bahavagad gita and the the base being called shiva and you know like yeah there's some being some sort of spiritual pull to this so i was like i almost wish the show was like trippier you know yeah no that's a good point i mean um and the show sort of opens like the first episode uh may is like looking at like this huge like tapestry of like godzilla sort of in the form of like a japanese legend mural i really right. don't know what those are called like i apologize those, but like, um paint those like tap painted yeah like those those huge like painted tapestries like the you know like the big wave that you always see or whatever right <laughs> i forget what it's called um but, and so and and so in that form Godzilla is sort of taking like this giant like fish mm. and that and that's also like the first form he takes as 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 like this giant sort of creature mm-hmm. um but yeah no there are these sort of undercurrents of like religion and 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 those sort of thoughts kind of permeate through it um I think like while watching it I I had the you know it, it's interesting because so there's this scientist sort of at the core of it who kind of anticipated all this happening and, and may sort of her, her purpose towards the end of the show is sort of retracing his steps and sort of going through his research to sort of discover like decoding his notes. Yeah. Like decoding his notes and sort of figuring out. And he, and he sort of predicts everything like to the second. Um, Yeah. Ashihara. Yeah. Ashihara. Um, and I, I, I think like early on, like, and I, and I still sort of think like this is my reading of it, even though there's no evidence to it. But I feel like, I, I think the show is sort of about uh, science accidentally bringing Godzilla from hmm. Godzilla's reality into like anime world, mm. because like the everything, there's no reason for Godzilla to exist in this world. You know what I mean? Like it's all, it's all sort of brought into it via, uh as far as I can tell, like sort of metaphysical portals that sort of appear out of tampering and that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I, I would say the biggest mystery to me still after watching it was like, I don't understand what like cause, what was like the catalyst for everything. Cause we kind of, it, the show starts with them, responding to like a song being played yeah oh right because the song okay there was like a mansion that had uh uh kaiju bones in it that was like emitting the song right (laughs) i was thinking like (laughs) so they picked this like super ethereal like song that's like playing and they don't know why and and i was like what if it was like limp biscuit or something yeah <laughs> i was like it's always like some like cre- creepy uh ethereal sounding it should have been chance like I-, I think it should have been like like oh, a... like wow 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 no like an actual like religious chance oh i feel like that would have no, been no quiet well that's that's like made up right that's like made up jackie chan adventure oh you mean like 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 indian yeah like from like uh like sanskrit chants like Hare krishna sort of chanting yeah it, it it's sort of like uh it was like close to that but i feel without like, being that i feel like that's what they thought Hare krishna chant sounded like right and i think maybe it was supposed to be like a stand-in for it i think this i think this was an actual like opera song yeah so the song is being transmitted and they don't know why 
and Yoon goes to figure out what that's what that is and there's all this like question about like radio waves and like the kaiju birds being attracted to the the like electronic the radio frequencies yeah thank you (laughs) thank you yeah just so you know, I'm I'm fully waving my arms around while I'm saying Creating all this. Creating waves. Trying to trying to get yeah. my words out, Jack. And um, what's the girl's name? May. May is like simultaneously um, finding that frequency. That song is being played elsewhere. Yeah. Right. I forget where she finds it. It's like in in different points. Yeah. Two two different singular points. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh I I understand that the kaiju are coming out of these singular points and they're basically uh like interdimensional rifts or something. Right. And the red dust is coming out of this these points and the kaiju can only exist in the dust. Like yeah. they're having they like the birds all come out in the at the beginning and they all kind of die after being like exposed to the elements long enough yeah because they're not they're not used to like the atmosphere or whatever the, yeah the earth's atmosphere but then like when godzilla shows up he's he's he's, he's spreading he's it spewing dust yeah. so red dust all he's over he's got that dust yeah the the sea is red the sky is red um and so this is all leading towards some event called the catastrophe yeah which um Ashihara predicted was going to happen, kind of like end of the world prediction. Yeah. And there's all this science and code and and stuff to indicate when the catastrophe is going to happen. Yeah. And then they've got this device that will prevent it from happening, the orthogonal diagonalizer. Yeah, which will which destroys kaiju. I specifically. don't know what it does. Well, I think like it 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 uh it's like they're supposed to like level it up essentially or like improve upon it because it it also uh so jet jaguar is in this movie and it's sort of like a creation of uh um yun's like he hangs out with this old guy goro i think is his name is and he like built like a jet jaguar and so like the orthogonal diagonalizer like improves it and Mm. it like it's also there's there's also like these ai entities that yeah Yun and um may both have their they're different uh may's is pelops too which she names after dog. a dog that she had as a kid named pelops and it's like it's like a weird it's like super random because it's it's like almost like an excuse for like uh cute stuff to sort of distract you while they're like sort of narrating all this like really dense science jargon yeah, she's like the little AI in the computer, so they can be like, what's her name? Pelops. Pelops too. She's like, she's like, maybe like Pelops. Can you uh, find other pages that look like this? And it's like, bruh, 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 let me go find it. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> and it's like uh, very cute and like whimsical, and it's got its own little personality. It's doing stuff. It's and like it's, it's like yeah, it's like an animated dog on the screen. I sort of. Uh... <laughs> That's like jumping into water with like a scuba suit on, you know. We were when we were watching it, I was I was like joking to Julie that like I just imagined some like bored animator making these scenes, just like yo, let me just add the fucking dog, 
like let me just try with the dog let me just let me just add this dog in the scene like i don't know we could sell some shirts or something or plushies <laughs> like this is just a little too a little too dry we got to have something to sort of change it up and the, and the producers are like yeah whatever just you know don't don't take time away from you know and so <laughs> it was just like this like <laughs> this something that like shit like just on the fly was created i imagine it was added in because it was getting a little too dry yeah <laughs> like uh can you imagine if that was all like just uh, just text and just like them just, just texting back and forth and like them like explaining it yeah because there's there are a lot of like legit like two minute sequences of of may and yun just like texting back and forth and it's mm-hmm. like you know it's in japanese so you're like watching a text message conversation go by as like they narrate it and it's just like so uh, not great it's not great <laughs> i mean i get it like you have to sort of uh have the information exchange between the well, two it's just like you wanted these two characters to be on different sides of the world right uh, trying to solve the same problem but you you made them on different sides of the world <laughs> trying to communicate with each other, which is, like, very important to the plot, I think, like, of them connecting their dots, you know? Like, two people that understand what's going on, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. I just don't understand, like, why isn't the world, like, so much more fucked than it is, you know? Because there's just, like, kaiju showing up everywhere, where is the military, you know? Yeah, there's there's very, like, limited military presence in the show, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, they, yeah. they show up near the end, and they, like, they requisition the, the the bones from the mansion. Right. And there's, like, kind of, like, this big fight over it. But, like, and they, you know, when, when Godzilla appears, like, they do sort of launch an attack on it. But it seems, like, really minor. And, and frankly, like, Yun seems like he's like out there by himself pretty much like fighting the fucking thing at the end. Yes, in in the entire city of Tokyo. Yeah. Also, they're like so unconcerned that Godzilla like is like attacking the city. I guess he's like in the red dust tornado just chilling. So no one yeah, no one can really see like what he's doing. Like he's just waiting yeah. for them, I think, at a certain point. So they have time to like figure out what's going on it's the same with the other like like kind of triceratops looking uh dinosaur yeah the one that like deflects the bullet yeah they're kind of just like wandering through the woods like trying to find it yeah yeah what was what was godzilla's deal in this movie i think they explained it like uh he was evolving yeah like every time he'd like enter like this sort of like red dust cave to evolve further into his next form i mean in the sense that like i think uh every movie sort of has godzilla in like a different uh like his motivations are a little different Mm -hmm. and he has motivations typically in all the movies like there's some movies where he's just like uh a crew like he's been created and he's a, a thing that exists and is just like too big oh like from atomic blasts or something right, right. or there's there's some where he's like an a, like a like a uh a an actually like malevolent force who like wants to kill humanity right and there's some where he's like wants to help humanity and or is like a uh uh like doesn't actually want it like is sort of uh i don't know or he's like a giant sea monster that you know if if he's got to be like the alpha or whatever right 
So like in this one, it's like I couldn't I couldn't really get a sense. Like I think he's just sort of maybe confused. I I think if I had to guess, it's that he uh he they were they were going with the they're from a different dimension, uh, story, and so they had, he didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, he didn't he didn't know where he was, but he was changing the atmosphere of the planet to better suit sort of these like monsters. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit more? Because I was unfamiliar with Jet Jaguar as a character, but then I was looking up some stuff online about this show because I, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and this is like a character that existed before and like yeah, so there's, this um, is backstory on Jet Jaguar. So Jet Jaguar, I, f- I forget what movie appears in and it's been like a, it's been a long time since I've seen the one he's in. He's created by a scientist who... Um, I guess like essentially like his purpose was to like defend humanity, but then it gets, I think he gets like hot wired by like uh, a bunch of aliens or something. Mm. And then Jet Jaguar becomes like the defender of some other Kaiju and like Godzilla has to like go through him to get to the, uh, to get to the bigger Kaiju. But then they eventually like, I think they, they team up. Yeah. Cause I've read, I read a little bit and it seems like this is the creation story of Jet Jaguar, but then it's, he also is like totally the, the like important to the ending of the show <laughs> which i'm sure we'll get to in a second yeah it's uh i mean it's pretty much i think it's it's pretty close to like his actual origins in the i guess the movies where he's just like he's just a big robot that gets created yeah but it's like he's he's built by this this mechanic goro to, and he's initially like it's very stumpy like a robo um like, you had to man him. Like, Goro's, yeah. like, in the robot fighting off the birds, you know? Yeah, and then eventually uh, Yun sort of upgrades him to... He, he uh, I guess he transfers, like, the AI that he uses to Jet Jaguar, and then... Which is also... What's it, What's her name? Pelos? Peros? No, he has a different one. No, I think it's the same same program. Just, she gave it... Pelops, oh, Pelops yeah, too. yeah, you're right. Yeah, she just gave it she just, a personality. She just gave it a personality. <laughs> yeah, so, and then, right, and then his his version of it sort of uh, turns into its own personality eventually, but is like the, you know, is Jet Jaguar, I guess. Right. I liked, I liked uh, with all of like the, the science uh, mumbo jumbo in mind, I feel like the, the, the creators obviously really love the Godzilla mythos yeah, because there are so many uh, different kaiju from the different movies. Like there's Godzilla, there's Rodan, there's like Mothra shows up like at the end. Yeah. Briefly. Um, you know, Jet Jaguar's in it. Uh, Angerus, uh, the spider one, I forget it. That one's from like the, uh, the son of Godzilla movie. Um, I think there are a couple others. There's, there's like a, a one that's like trying to kill, um, May and May and the uh, the old scientist guy and his daughter near the end. I forget what that one's called. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's and that's the problem with these. Like like you're like riddle like you're like rattling off all of these monsters that were in this show. But it feels like this show was just like all talking. But it's right. like there it wasn't all talking because obviously they had to put in every single monster. You know, or yeah, kaiju there, there are all these encounter. kaiju. And there were tons of kaiju in the show, and they were all, like, really well done. Um, but then this is the problem with, with these movies and shows is that how much monster do you show? 
how much do you focus on like the theme right which can be kind of whatever you know you can take the kaiju and sort of use them in godzilla and try to use them to sort of like illustrate a point but like if you put too much of it in then you're like Godzilla versus Kong, right? <laughs> it's like all, yeah, then, it's like battle, it's battle, battle. Like, battle. Then it's just cares. like meathead. Yeah, meathead, dumb, dumb, big, dumb, cool, cool though. Uh, yeah. And then if you do like the opposite, would be like Shin Godzilla or something, right? Where it's like no destruction ever, and then well, just and like pure, purely focused on sort of like the what the world would do right but and it's like in that in that in that world it works because like you know it's the the story's told in such a way that like when there are like moments of like destruction it's like oh shit humanity totally fucked this up and it's like a total indictment of like everything the movie's sort of about where it's like i don't you know obviously these things are sort of created by these interdimensional rifts and like the science directly impacts them but it kind of, I don't know, and not that like everything needs to like say something about, you know, no, it's, no. its central theme, but it's it's also, it, it does feel weirdly removed from all of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you can never win though, because I feel like when we talked about Godzilla versus Kong, we were like, there was no science, right? Yeah. And, and they were like, the, look, the world has a whole different world inside the core. Let's go there in our spaceship. It's yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, and it's like never explained. Whereas this, it's like they yeah. wanted to they wanted to explain what the fuck was happening. The problem is. I don't I still don't know what was happening. I just like I don't I don't know if there's like a like a formula necessarily of like science ratio to like kaiju fights. I think it really I think it really is like you know it's 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 just sort of figuring out like like it just it felt like a very kind of uh let's just say it. It felt sort of a little bit confused, I guess. Or at least like it didn't feel totally it didn't totally know what it wanted to do with all of this. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like it like the the whole thing remind and, and the all the diagrams and like charts reminded me of like anytime I would try to like when I was doing like the fiction thing, when I would try to like sort of chart out character relationships, like I would get so caught up in like the minutiae or like the details of it that I would forget to like you know, actually follow like the major plot or whatever. Yeah, like what? What? How is this important to the story at yeah. large? Right. I I think this missed sort of like the personal element, if you will. Like, can you imagine if they were like simultaneously trying to figure out Ashihara's uh, like like some personal detail about him or something? Yeah. I mean, like, aside from, aside from, like, their sort of professions or, like, jobs or whatever, like, um, May and Yun, it's like, I, they, you know, I mean, their motivation is to, like, you know, save the world or whatever, but I think in, in terms of, like, character, characterization, like, you still sort of need, uh, you sort of need, like, a secondary element to that. Where, like, it had, like, no emotional depth to it whatsoever. Right. Like, the characters, like, didn't care about each other. There was no, there was no evil in the show. <laughs> like, uh, there was no evil character. Well, well, you had the, um, there was, like, the American, uh, scientists, and there were, there were, like, a couple characters that, like, at the very end, like, the post credit scene. Yeah. When they're building the, like, the, and they're, but those guys are, like, very much, like, kind of in the background and sort of really don't have any 
uh bearing on the plot really right like they, they kind of you know they kind of muddle things up but and and that sort of seems almost like a uh like a setup for like a follow-up in the future if they want to do it yeah. like if, they're... Any, if anything to me that just made it more confusing because i was like who who are these people yeah like who is the journalist like what is his deal why is he always there yeah like was there any payoff for him i i kind of don't know not really He's, he's there at the end when they... Uh, I mean, I get... Spoilers! <laughs> uh, there's a post credit scene where it turns out that uh, they're working on creating Mechagodzilla. Right. And with them is... Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Who? Uh, the, the, the time traveler scientist. Ashihara? Yeah, Ashihara is there at the end. Oh, is he? Yeah, that's him. I missed at, that. That's him at the very end. I like thought he, he was dead. Well, I, yeah, exactly. Oh, the body okay. is dead, got but he, it, he it, comes it, out of the shadows it, and he's overseeing the uh, production of Mecha Godzilla. So the ending of the show is like Godzilla is attacking, the catastrophe's coming. They've got the orthogonal diagonalizer. They need the codes. The codes are somewhere in the computer. Then they there's like dimension splits or something where suddenly there's like billions of answers possible answers because the timeline is shifting or something and then uh uh jet jaguar uh realizes that they are the code or whatever to unleash the the bomb or whatever to activate the bomb the crystal the crystallizer the crystal the crystallizer for the orthogonal diagonalizer yep and, then, and uh that solves it and then godzilla <laughs> like disappears godzilla just disappears the and whole the, thing disappears the other kaiju is is like caught in like the the, the spikes right but yeah godzilla is just gone boom gone nailed it where'd he go we did it Where well is done it? everyone where's godzilla where'd he go if Godzilla's not on the screen, people need to be asking, where's Godzilla? So, <laughs> truly, where is Godzilla if he's not on the screen? <laughs> every, every character needs to be talking about Godzilla at all times. That's right. Unless he's on the screen doing things. So, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I did too. No, I, know, I, I know you didn't think I liked it because of how I watched it, but <laughs> I was trying to follow. No, you know? I, I think uh, I... I, I, I think I had an overall I, positive experience. I want an apology. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, you, came, you came into this episode yeah, hot. No. Well, I think it's kind of a good joke that yeah. I'm like the hater. The, go- the, Godzilla, the Godzilla hater. Anti-Godzilla. But I'm really not. I just, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get it tattooed on my legs or anything. But Who would do that? <laughs> I, for, I forget, like, I was going to I was gonna like be like, yeah, like, I like Godzilla enough. Yeah. And be like, oh, wait. God. You've got not only Godzilla tattooed on you, but also um, King Ghidorah. Yeah, King Ghidorah. So that's and they're huge, by Big the way. Three headed. I mean, they're <laughs> they're they're just the size of my calves, which are huge. Which are like, I almost said six feet. <laughs> yeah, six feet calves. John six five. So I'm six five, baby. Um. So John, what did you think? Nope, that's not the question. Why do? <laughs> people like godzilla singular point i think it's the first like good episodic godzilla thing maybe ever that's fair i don't know i i kind of forget how 
let me backtrack a little bit because I, I sort of don't remember what the like 2000s like American TV show was like. Hmm. I remember I, I think it was sort of acclaimed and I think people said it was sort of underrated. But like in terms of like, you know, things in the present, I don't you know, it's it, it is sort of like the first like Godzilla show in any real capacity and it's and it's far better than that fucking movie we watched yeah no that was garbage and, and as far as i know it's it's a lot better than yeah like that i've i've heard that the it doesn't get much better and it's just sort of um so you know and it's 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 uh it's interesting seeing godzilla in an anime environment i mean it, it it's like um i don't know it's kind of surprising that it, it took this long for there to be like a true anime Godzilla like this. Yeah. Just because of how um like present Godzilla is in, you know, sort of all forms of media. Like it's kind of insane that like Godzilla is like the like the big monster. Like there's there's no there is no other big monster, really. Yeah. I mean Because how do you do that without referencing Godzilla? Yeah, there's just no way. I mean, you know, people have tried, like they tried to do fucking Cloverfield. Right. But you know But that, it's like that was godzilla without calling it godzilla yeah and that and the whole i mean the whole appeal of that movie is just the way that it was like filmed and the way that it was presented like the the handy cam style like no one, no one gives a shit about like that right. monster um no the whole the whole i mean it's just like how it, the the idea is a giant monster attacks out of nowhere yeah like what if a giant monster came out of the ocean that's the premise. Yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, feeds on our fears about what would we do Giant in monsters. that kind of extreme disaster scenario. Well, yeah, when you're when you're faced with some kind of creature that is... Uh... Godzilla is a disaster movie. Yeah, oh, okay? absolutely. It, it's in the same league as any sort of weather disaster <laughs> as, movie. I mean, that's why they got fucking, what's his name, to do the, the first American one. Roland Emmerich, oh, who did right. he did like Independence Day and exactly Day After Tomorrow. It's later. in the same league as like Aliens Attack, or yeah, any sort of like uh, what was that that uh, hurricane disaster movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Um, you know what I'm talking about? No, it's like the Eye of the Storm. They're in a boat. Oh. And they hit the wave. Is that the Day After Tomorrow? Is that the day after tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, that's also by the guy who okay. did the American Godzilla. Yes, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That movie that movie's weirdly imprinted in my brain. Some day after scenes tomorrow. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. It was like I, I think uh I think that's like his probably like best disaster movie. Yeah. Because it is like about sort of I don't know. I'd rather watch that than fucking uh don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no chance I'm watching that shit. Okay. I, I've not seen it. I've not heard anything about it. That's just, that's, I have just, no opinion. I think that, I think that, I think that director is so like condescending mm. and just like, hey, hey, little guy, this is how that political thing actually works. We're going to use, we're going to use celebrities explain to explain it to you. It to you. Did, uh, isn't that what the big short was? Yeah. Same director. Yeah, Big Short, that Dick Cheney movie we saw. At least the Big Short was um uh it was entertaining in the fact that like this happened and 
I don't think anybody really understands what happened. Well, it explains... Whereas, like, a lot of people understand what happened with Dick Cheney. It explains yeah. pretty, like, insidery uh, uh, financial terms and exactly. agreements and contracts, which is like, you know, okay, fair enough, like... But it's in, like, a fun way, like, with Wolf of Wall Street or something. Right. You know, where it's like... But then the, the Dick Cheney movie is just so fucking annoying. And I've heard that it's it's sort of like that where it's like, hey... Did you know that? Uh, and it's just like, you know. I think I saw the Dick Cheney movie. We saw it, we saw it at Nighthawk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, okay, is, is fucking Leo, like, is he going to stop, like, flying around on a, on a jet? <laughs> you know, is, like, Meryl Streep going to stop, like, traveling? Right. Like, what's what are they doing to, like, reduce their carbon footprint aside from, like, pointing their finger at me, the idiot audience member? Well, I don't know. Is that what it's about? I, that's that's sort of what I gathered from people who've oh, seen it. Oh dear. Um, why, do, Julie? Why do people like Godzilla? Singular point. I think people like it because it looks really good. Yeah. It looks really good. Um, like animation, Chef's Kiss. Uh, some of the se- some of the like uh, sequences with Godzilla and the other kaiju, really amazing. Um, really well done. Really beautiful looking. Um, where it falters is the story and the emotional depth of the characters. And that's, uh, sure, that could probably be fixed or expanded on in the, in the following season. But, uh, I feel like this story needed some, like, a dad figure somewhere or, like, something to give the, the two main characters a little bit more of, like, emotional higher grounding. stakes and emotion. Yeah. Which is like, you know, I, I don't need it to be intense or anything. I just want to, like, care about them as characters. It doesn't have beyond, to be, like, House on the Hill or whatever. Yeah, beyond their sort of problem-solving capabilities. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I got a little bit more from May than I did from Yun. And, like, yes, like, I got them as characters because of their, like, little quirks. Right. But um, I would say that was it. It was quirks. There was who are no, they? Who yeah, are they like, really? Tr- truly, who are they? Yeah. Like, what do they want, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's also funny to note that um, Pelops 2, the little dog, is also voiced by voice actress who did Morgana in Persona. What's her name? Uh, I forget. Because you bring this up all the time, and you always just reference Morgana to the point where I'm like, let's let's find out her name, eh? Because <laughs> she voices all of the cute little animals, and that's her thing. Mor- she, they call her in to voice Morgana. The, she's done now this. There was another one recently, too. Um, What was it? Uh, Cassandra Lee Morris. All right. Shout Thank out you. to Cassandra Lee Morris for voicing Morgana, for voicing... For having the best... Pelops, too, in this. The best uh, small animated creature voice. Um, It's uh, Madoka Magica, the cat in that. Thank you. All these yeah. like all these small creatures. She's the voice of small sassy creatures. I think she was also. It was <laughs> it was some movie we watched too, where it was like yeah. I forget what it was. She keeps showing up. That's why I'm like, what is her name? Yeah. Thank you, Cassandra, for once again servicing the uh, anime community proudly. Yeah. <laughs> With your abilities. Oh, she's in K on too. Right. Yes. Thank you. She's Ritsu. Thank you. She's really good. Yeah, she nails it. She's a really good American voice actress. Who's been your favorite? Uh, what's been your favorite like voice? Is she American. Yeah. Yeah. Who's what's been your like favorite like uh, 
acting performance in anime? That's hard to say because I feel like the best acting performances in anime are like the least memorable ones. <laughs> like right. I don't think it's a good thing if I remember if, you remember, if I remember like... your voice acting. Um, like if, it should be like super seamless with the character. I remember like the fucking southern voice actress in a uh, Love Hina. Yeah, like we keep coming back to her because it was so god. It was so out of out of nowhere. I mean, I think there. Are, there are certain voice actors who I think like really do a good job of like their characters. Specifically, um, Johnny Young Bosch shows up a lot, and he was um, uh, he was Yun in this. Mm-hmm. He was also um, the main character in Bleach, and he was the uh, the second Black Ranger in Power Rangers. So he's been he's been around a lot, and he's like a he's a pretty good. Uh, I'd say he's a really good voice act actor yeah um there was somebody recently i'm just i'm just blanking on it like anytime you have to like convey sort of like big heavy emotions as a voice actor i feel like that can be very difficult because it's like especially if your character is going through like excruciating pain or yeah or leveling up or something like i feel like those are the the hardest things right to to do without crossing over into sort of like corny or or I don't know, fake sounding. Yeah. The voice actor who does, um, uh, I think like all the voice acting in Demon Slayer is really good. Yeah. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have much else to say. There's, that's all I got. I like, uh, I don't know. I think I, there's gotta be like a religion, like someone needs to put the God back in Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying you know like i think uh i think ano got pretty close in shin godzilla because there's sort of like the undercurrent of like um it was cut but they were like sort of at the end where like they they pan to like the tail and there were like all these like humanoids coming off of it whoa yeah so there was like the uh the implication that like godzilla was going to like create life which would annihilate us right right um yeah sort of like playing on the idea that godzilla is done with the human race and we need to start over yeah Yeah. what's the godzilla with the tiny little like uh women in like hula skirts that show up for like out of an egg or something you know what i'm talking about like there's like two little like oh like the the mothra yeah they're like mothra is like fairies or something yeah they're like two little fairy women that yeah. are just like small like like filmed smaller or something yeah i feel like that movie needs to be remade that movie is is ripe for for a remake all the 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 godzilla movies in the like the first run after the first like after the first couple are just so fucking out there mm. like the one i watched um where he fights the big sludge monster and it was like there are all these like very like Warhol inspired like animated shorts, and it was like very like psychedelic, and it was very much about like pollution. Mm. Yeah, see, like that's cool. Yeah, I, I I'm like, let's go there, you know? Let's yeah. We don't have to do the same kind of story anymore. Like, let's go there. Let's do something. Because I felt like this move. This I keep trying to call it a movie. I feel like this show was like tiptoeing into it with the whole Shiva and the Chan. Just thing. do it. And it's like do it. there's we this see interdimensionality it. thing and like the concept of time and cuz I feel like uh <laughs> I feel like you could do it. 
You know, you could do it. You could you could really explain Godzilla in sort of like a spiritual way, even just like a mythical or the just the bringer of uh, like the answer doesn't have to be scientific or mathematical. It could be like transcendental or something. You know, I don't know how you do that, but I'm just the idea guy. I'm not the the uh, not the doer, if you will. Um, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, like, come on, like, let's let's get mythical with it, man. That's what the Bhagavad the Gita says. Yeah, Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what Vishnu is saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed this this episode, I feel like oh, sorry, I, I feel like they just like. You can reference it, but they don't want to lean too far into like Hinduism or yeah, or any any sort of religion that's like actively practiced. They probably they probably know that they're ignorant about it, and so they don't want to. Yeah, so it's like they they don't want to like add it into this like monster story, but they there could be, you know. Well, you could. I mean, you maybe could, it's not their story to tell. I don't know. I think you can have. I think you can have religion be religion in general like i think you incorporate christianity you're, you incorporate the western and eastern religions into like a central sort of like how would like like i don't know like what would, how would religious le- leaders react to godzilla yeah exactly like what would, like what would the pope have to say about godzilla right it it not to bring up neon genesis again but i'm doing it like neon genesis had a spiritual element to it that was like kind of unexplained and yeah it was very like uh, I don't know. Uh, mysterious, if you will. Yeah. And and hinted at spirituality and religion without like being directly like this is what this is. But it's like there's like somebody on the cross. There's like references to mythology and and angels and like you can yeah. do that, but you have to like lean into it more. His name's Godzilla. Godzilla. It's in the name. He's the god of the Zillas. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Please leave us a godly five-star review on iTunes if you'd be so <laughs> kind. Um, or on Spotify if, if that feature is enabled for you yet. Share this with your friends. Share this show with your friends that like Godzilla. And let us know what they think. Uh, or your enemies. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> if you we welcome all. like the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at why do people like anime. You, you can, can s- email us at that same address, but at Gmail. Why do people like anime at gmail.com? And, um... We're headed to the movies. We are headed to the movies next week. Cryptic message. Ooh. Get out your calculator to figure out what we're going to watch next week. Uh, if you start leaving messages in, like, binary. Yeah, one one zero 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 one one yeah. zero zero one zero zero one one. <laughs> Ya di da 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 dee 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 dee. Okay. All right. Uh, good night. Keep watching good anime. Luck. Next week. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we're gonna watch more anime. Okay. Drive safe. Goodbye. <laughs>